Jumping in on Manx Radio with Howard and Chris Kane. Hello, good evening, and welcome. And here we are once again on Sweet and Swing on what it technically is autumn, feels like summer, and uh, some very, very exciting news. If you're a jazz fan, I suppose, it is jumping in the best in modern and contemporary jazz with myself, H. And me, Chris. Yes, the month of mists and uh, melting and, and summer fruits and all that stuff, but it's actually baking hot, although the mist is certainly around. And if you look in the shops... So are the Christmas and the Halloween things, but here you are. Forget Halloween. It's Hop June That's what you should be yeah, yeah, yeah. Dig your moots out, so to speak. And, uh, yeah, great show again this evening. Uh, we hope the weather stays for the weekend for a change and uh, all the kids have gone back to school so you can put your feet up and enjoy the show. Of course, you can always listen again. So what have you got this evening, H? Anything post-holiday blues or something swinging to see you through? <laughs> Good question. Well, what have we got? Uh, I've got some shorter moments. Great collection uh, following the uh, recent death of the wonderful Wayne Shorter, of course. Uh, terrific stuff, that. Uh, we're going to be returning uh, to casual, returning, returning to casual, and have been enjoying the latest from Brian Blade and the Fellowship Band. Yep, and from me, we nip to Iran, we go home, we look down from upstairs, and then we do a little dance. And to get us going, here's Tabriz.
Tabriz there from Sarah Chaksad and her orchestra. Yet another big band come full orchestra. Isn't it great that this music has been kept alive, particularly when it's so expensive to do it? Sarah Chaksad, if you don't know her, is uh, a Swiss uh, composer, saxophonist and writer and band leader from Basel in Switzerland. But uh, her family hail from Tabriz, as you might have guessed, which is a city in northwest Iran, where her father hailed from. That uh, album, very nice, the second one with the big band. She'd done a number of uh, highly regarded small group uh, albums and turned her hand to composition and running a larger orchestra. And uh, this is the second one of three, all of them exceptionally good, and you may, if you were eagle-eared, have recognised the uh, guitar of Wolfgang Munzspiel with the band playing there. And speaking of big bands, led by uh, very talented young ladies, another one that I absolutely adored and played for non-stop in the car, I think, for several months, was Vanessa Perica from Australia, and I note there's another album on the horizon for her. You heard it here first. <laughs> yes, look out. Uh, also, you probably haven't heard it here first, but yes, we are indeed celebrating the fact, and uh, we'll have a track later on, of the jazz has finally been recognised <laughs> by the Mercury Prize winners. I don't know how many, but I think the first time I saw the, the jazz featuring, I think it was Polar Bear, bearing in mind, I think they disbanded two or three years ago, uh, and they were up for the Mercury Prize 10 years ago, 12 years ago, 15 years ago. I don't know. I lose track. There's usually a token jazz act in that every year they play, and people nod and then they disappear into the into the shadows but this year the Ezra Collective reigns supreme and uh, yes we'll mention that a bit later on and be uh, ending up with a celebratory dance with them later on well done jazz making it to the Mercury Prize at last only taken two decades um, for me uh, now uh, this is one I've been enjoying too quite recently shorter moments uh, of course the great Wayne Shorter died well, not that long ago, was it? Was it earlier this year? Last year? I lose track now. Last year. Last year, was it? Yeah, time flies, doesn't it? Um, and he just seemed such a sort of universal citizen. You thought he'd be there forever, but sadly, none of us ever are. And a lovely one from Positone. Uh, as I say, mourning the recent passing of Master Wayne Shorter and wishing to honour his wonderful and inspirational music. They say the musical offering originally intended when they were putting it together as a celebration of his 90th birthday, but instead, they say, a bouquet of auditory rosebuds. And it's basically a collection of music, of Wayne's music, played by a whole host of different artists and they're from different albums. So you've got the likes of Art Hirahara, we've got Alex Sipiagin, we've got Ed Cherry, we've got uh, Blue Moods, Wayne Escoffrey, etc. We're going to hear Pinocchio with Willie Morris. Thank you. 
uh, been enjoying this album uh, in the car, actually, uh, over the last week or so. Shorter Moments came out in Positone not that long ago, just the back end of August this year, celebrating, as I said, it was going to be a birthday celebration. Instead, it's more of an homage to the wonderful music of Wayne Shorter, as interpreted by a whole host of fantastic artists. I could have chosen anyone, really, stick opinion. They're all very good, some slower, some faster, obviously, some ballads, some fasties. Um, some you might recognise, some you might not, but I thought I'd go for that in any case, because we've always liked Pinocchio. Willie Morris on tenor saxophone there, John Davis at piano, Addy Mayerson bass, EJ Strickland at the drums recorded in November of 2022 and all those uh, tracks are available again on the various albums but uh, check it out it's on uh, Positone wonderful stuff Positone always good swinging stuff and of course as you mentioned before Art Hirohara his piano albums are really worth to get into and the fantastic Alex Sapagan on trumpet but those are house band pretty pretty sound house band I have to say for good straight ahead and swinging and speaking of straight ahead and swinging an album uh, from a label that I've also grown to like in the last few years a Minneapolis Minnesota Minnesota based album Shifting Paradigm Records who again are covering a lot of really interesting modern ground without forgetting tradition. And if you want some straight-ahead bop, you could do no worse than picking up Ode to Joe, which is the acclaimed drummer and percussionist David Whitman's fourth album as a leader, a hard-swinging septet session, he says, dedicated to the memory of the late Joe Morello, and a great lineup of musicians playing on it, including Bob Shepard on tenor, uh, Rob Lockhart also on tenor, Andrew Neely on trumpet, Rayan Dragon on trombone, Jeff Keezer, another man that's uh, worth digging in any of his back catalogue on piano, Bruce Fallen guitar, Chris Montgomery on guitar, Rob Thorson and David Whitman at the drums. And we're going to hear a track from that now. Here's Home. See what, if you think, I thought it was inspired by mm. a nursery rhyme, but just see what you think. Oh, I'm all ears.
Well, did it remind you of any... Uh... Yeah, well, he's definitely... I, I thought he, he was actually doing a cover of Three Blind yeah. License, didn't he? <laughs> exactly what I thought, but Home, the track was called. Yeah. It's very much got a New Orleans vibe to that, particularly mm. with, the, with the shuffle beat that's going on. The whole album is a total swinger, though, and with a great lineup like that, you can't fault it. Joe Morello, great drummer, sadly long, and this a very heartfelt tribute and worth looking out for. Ode to Joe from David Whitman on the Shifting Paradigm Records label. Terrific stuff. You are listening to Jump In and, of course, the best in modern and contemporary jazz with Chris and myself, H. Walter Smith III. We've featured him off and on over the years. Um, like I said, the one time we saw him live, he disappointed, but his albums never disappoint. Or certainly the ones I've had so far have all been universally very good indeed. His latest uh, on Blue Net came out earlier this year, I think, or back into last year. I lose track of the date, quite frankly. There's so much good stuff around. It's recalled Return to Casual, and this track has the intriguing title of Amelia Earhart Ghosted Me.
been enjoying that one a lot. Amelia Earhart ghosted me, uh, Walter Smith the third and his band Walter Smith on a tenor sax of course Taylor Agisti on piano Ambrose Akimurezi on the trumpet another great blue note trumpet star there Matt Stevens guitar uh, Harish Raghavan on bass and uh, Kendrick Scott at the kit uh, super sound some good up tempo numbers on that one as well and I think most of his I think he's been a blue note artist for some time now but again you can dig into any of his blue note output over the last five six eight nine years or more and frankly uh, you wouldn't be disappointed they're always universally good in that sort of if you like that post bop style he does it very well indeed and uh, always something interesting Incidentally, Kendrick Scott's new release is also worth digging into. We may be bringing that a bit later on. And uh, strangely enough, for me, having just had a drummer, I've got yet another drummer. These should be uh, in your yeah, remit, really. Age. Say, yeah, and right uh, someone who uh, has been on the scene for many years, although quite often, as is the problem of being a highly respected and much sought-after session musician, not always in the spotlight. So um, he's largely been in other people's spotlights, I suppose. Tristan Banks is who I'm talking about. And uh, in this case, he's played with uh, lots of people people on the sort of pop and world scene, including Steve Winwood, Dave Gilmore, Guy Barker, Roy Ayers, Beverly Knight, Andy Shepard, Steve Howe from Yes, just the tiniest touch of his extensive CD. And uh, The View From Above is released from last year. It's been built on a 30-plus year career of playing these great styles, and it goes sort of through straight-ahead Latin fusion. One thing it does, it's a rip-roaring one that goes all the way through it. And in fact, the album, from start to finish, is pretty well served and up-tempo. And he's got a number of good friends along with him. Paul Booth on sax and clarinet, John Crawford on piano, David uh, David Mantovani on bass. And uh, the drummer's vision, he says, was to push an acoustic jazz quartet to the limit. Reimagine the possibilities. Here's the title track, View From Above.
Good stuff indeed. Really enjoyable album like that on Ubuntu Records. Um, Ubuntu have always been very good to uh, send us records. In this instance, they didn't have any copies of it, so I bought it myself. But no harm in that. Uh, You can go out and do exactly the same thing. Well worth a few pennies spent there too. And incidentally, the previous Ode to Joe from Shifting Paradigm, they did very kindly send us that. Hey folks, this is Ant Law here, Ant Law Guitar. You're listening to Jumping In, Chris and H on Max Radio.
There we go, a little twofer for you there, first off. Oh, sorry, sorry, sir, didn't know you haven't finished. <laughs> I'm morphing into Ian Cott here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You'll be in trouble for that. You just don't know where it's going <laughs> to stop. Um, yeah, uh, first off there, we had Brian Blade and the Fellowship Band, King's Highway, their latest, also on Blue Note, on the Blue Note's uh, special tonight. Again, five, six albums or more, seven albums, I've lost track of how many albums they brought out, but uh, King, the uh, Fellowship Band, that wonderful mix of sort of gospel, jazz, post-bop, a little bit of folk in there, really great sound, and a really great band as well, recorded back in a 20. 20- 18, that one, and featuring Brian on drums, of course, Melvin Butler, John Coward on piano as well, Kurt Rosenwinkel at guitar, and Marvin Walden on alto sax, Chris Thomas on acoustic bass and uh, bass synth as well. Then after that, one which is not quite out yet. It comes out on the 27th of October. It's the latest from the Jazz Rausch Jazz big band called Marla's Breakdown, and indeed it is a take on Marla. I think it's the third or fourth on act for the Jazz Rausch big band, and as you can tell, they mix sort of techno and big band and a little bit of swing and rock sort of together uh, and it's all Mahler nobody gets my uh, fifth symphony Gustav Mahler cursed uh, and the uh, leader of the big band Roman Sledek says it was written for techno big bands but they just didn't exact exist back in the day in 1904 interesting stuff if I have a qualm about it it's because it's techno it's always got that techno backbeat all the way through which yeah, gets they've a bit done tiring two or three, after a while. and the last one does begin to grate after mm. a little while but Good band there playing, go. Good dance music. and they found their own niche to do it as well. Now, you mentioned at the top of the hour, and indeed the Mercury Prize. It's one of those prizes which covers the whole industry and actually has always got somebody in the run-up with uh, folk or jazz uh, connections with it. And curiously, for such a big prize, the final sort of part of the decision before they come to the winner is just 12 musicians. Having Jamie Cullum on the board no doubt helps. Last year, as you said, I couldn't remember it was somebody jazzy. It was Fergus McCready who had his foot solidly both in the jazz and the uh, folk camp. This year, the Ezra Collective. Uh, great for the music, great for them. They said perhaps coming from a mixture of dance and Caribbean and Afro styles and bringing it all together, they were somebody who brought young people in and getting new young blood in jazz. I have to say around London, we've featured on the show for years. Here they are with a very well-deserved Victory Dance. Absolutely. And I have to say, I did like the quote from the drummer, Femi Colioso, who was getting the uh, prize. And he says, if a jazz band winning the Mercury Prize doesn't make you believe in God, I don't know what will. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>